Inspiration, now in session. Inspire God's people, the podcast. I'm a dreamer, but all dreams don't come true. See, I was cut from the basketball team in high school. No problem, no problem, no problem. I was cut from the basketball team in college. Even better, even better, even better. I never got a record deal. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. Never qualified for a scholarship. All right, all right, all right. See, I'm not afraid of failure. Because I know that failure is only part of the journey on the road to success. And I'm inspired more than ever to live in my dreams and be the person that God called me to be. And I don't want to just live in my dreams. I want to inspire you to live in yours. Because I know that your dreams, that's what love is. That's what life is. That's where I feel the most creative. That's where I feel the most successful. When I'm doing exactly what I was created to do. All right, I'm ready. My dreams line up with God's dream. Now you know exactly what I mean. But this stays off the record. Let's talk off the record. This is off the record. Let's get off the record. Yeah, God's people, what up? I am your host, Jay Will. Welcome to Off the Record. Hopefully everyone is doing good out there. I'm feeling pretty good. I've been singing today. You know what I've been singing? One of my favorite songs to randomly sing for no apparent reason at all. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Happy Birthday is the other song that I actually just like randomly singing. It does not have to be your birthday for me to walk around the house singing Happy Birthday. You feel me? And the same thing goes for Rudolph. I don't care what time of year it is. Don't ask me. It could be the 4th of July in the summertime. And I'm going to be right here. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. That's a sad little story when you think about it. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had this little shiny nose or whatever, right? First of all, let's think about that. Rudolph was different. It was something different about homie. Man, sometimes being different is kind of tough because if everyone else looks and acts this way and God naturally made you different, right? God made your nose a little bigger, a little different, something naturally different. I'm not talking about sometimes the things that in our own lives and in our flesh, we go just make ourselves different. Like, bro, that ain't how God made you. Like, God didn't do that. I'm not putting nothing on God that God didn't do. But I'm talking about some things about yourself that may be naturally different. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's hard to cope with because the things that are different about you. And yes, right now I'm preaching off Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yes, indeed. I am preaching this song. Oh, you're you going to get this inspirational word right here because you're going to get it. I told y'all you was going to get it. I don't care if we're talking about Rudolph or not. We're going to find out what's the message, what is the ministry of this situation. You know what I'm saying? So if you judging me, well, look, don't leave. You know, I'm not kicking people out of the show. Just, just judge me and keep listening. You know what I'm saying? You a judge. Judge Judy. Judge Mantis. Is it Mantis? Whatever, you know, these judges on TV, 
You know, I don't know if I believe in that stuff or not anyway. But how do we get on judges? I don't know. Let's get back to the story. Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. You might be feeling like Rudolph. Let me get in my inspirational voice. You may be feeling like Rudolph out there, people. There may be something different about you. But you know what? You have to find a way to make what's different make you better. Not better because you're different. Not different because you're better, but better different. You get it? Did I encourage y'all just then? Did I inspire you? Rudolph had a situation on his hands, man. Why they didn't let that man play in these games? Have you ever felt left out of something for real, for real, because there was something different about you that people couldn't see the value in it, man? But this is the dope thing about it. It's like people go from... From that to 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 look, then then you get to a foggy Christmassy. Oh man, hold on, I'm getting in, I'm I'm feeling it now. See, they were laughing at you about your red nose because at a certain point in time, your gift and and the things that God gave you to make you unique or different, they it's hard to find the value. It's hard to find the purpose in why am I like this? Like like this doesn't mean anything in my current situation and in the current environment that I'm in. But, oh, what happens when you... Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph with your nose so bright. You got to say that like in the Santa voice. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Like, okay. So so Rudolph, who, who was born different, right? And, and I know, I know, it's hard for some of y'all to get it because you're like, why is he turning Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer into a message? I'm just telling you, this is how my mind works. I'm sorry, y'all, I apologize. If you don't want to be inspired, look, I told you from episode one, you're going to get this inspiration or you're going to get it. Oh, yes, you are. Listen to what I'm saying. When the situation changed, what made Rudolph different now made him valuable. Now it's like, yo, you couldn't even play in the games before, but now because you're different and we're in a foggy Christmas Eve, we're in a foggy situation, now I don't, I not only need you to be a part of what I'm doing, I actually need you to lead it, Rudolph. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rudolph, I need you to actually be in charge of this thing. And then the song, like, what's the, the next lyrics is? Something like, I know how the reindeer loved him. As a sense of something with glee. Then it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You'll go down in history. Now you're going down in history. See how that works? You see how Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, now I just gave that song to you in a way. Now your life is different. Your life should be changed right now. Like, look at Rudolph. He went from being underestimated to being a bellwether. He went from being not even included in the games to leading the whole situation. And what I really love about it is it never really says that was his goal. Like he wasn't, you know, selfishly seeking, I have to be the top reindeer in Santa's little situation. No, it was just like, hey, bro, I just want to play the games with you. Can I just play in the little reindeer games? Whatever y'all doing, I don't know what reindeer do. You know what I'm saying? But they playing some type of games because the boy couldn't play in the games. He was hurt about it. So they must have been doing something fun. And so I really like the fact that 
it's like sometimes if you just focus on doing what you do, then the increase will come, you know. But I think one of the other lessons we need to really gain from this is that we need to be able to keep our character and our integrity when we're being overlooked and underestimated. We need to kind of remain consistent and not be driven off beat or off path to try to do shady things to fit in or what to conform to people's ways to the world to fit in. What's dope about this story is that you keep the thing that God gave you that makes you different, the essence of who you are. You remain the same. And then God changes the situation. And I'm not saying God was changing the situation in Rudolph, you know, little thing. But OK. All right. Let me let me let me switch this so that we can really, really look at the word. All right. So anybody who's been following me for more than 15 minutes probably already knows that I literally love the story of Joseph in the Bible. It's a story that kind of ministers to me on so many different levels in so many different situations. And I thought about it as I'm talking about Rudolph and I'm talking about this idea of what do you do, you know, in the meantime, right? So, so this is when the red nose is, has people undervaluing you and what makes you different undervalues you, you know, what do you do in that meantime? What's the meantime? It's that time between where you at and where you going. And I think it's really important not to let the meantime make you starve to be accepted by people. Because whenever you want to be accepted by people and you're driven by that acceptance, you'll start changing who you are to match who they want you to be just to prove something to them. Right. And so I think that's important as Christians. Right. There are going to be times in your life where being the different Christian is going to get you overlooked, right? Making the music that is sound doctrine and, and not just worldly and not, you know, it's keeping the focus on Christ. That's going to make you look different these days. That's going to be your red nose. People are going to undervalue it. It's happened to me. I remember a radio promotion um, company, and this was a bigger company down in Atlanta. I'm not going to say the name of it, but I saved this email um, for some time. I don't know that I still have it. But they kind of gave me an email. This was back when I had the ultrasound album. And they basically told me like, and they work with big artists. And, and let me say this, they reached out to me. They found me. And so I'm like, cool, I'm thinking this about to happen. And got this radio promoter. And they basically told me like, yo, your message is not the message that is wanted for Christian radio right now. Now, if you've ever listened to my music, how that can be true, I don't know. I was blown away like, whoa, I don't, I make Christian content and you're telling me I don't have what Christian radio wants, the message in particular. But what that showed me even back then was like, you're gonna have to be strong in your convictions. Like you're gonna have to be able to maintain your character and integrity of who you are in between however long it takes from where you at and where you're going, right? Because nothing over happens overnight, and we know that. And so in the story of Joseph, it starts at Genesis chapter 37, by the way. I urge you to go check out this story because I'm gonna just look at some bits and pieces. We're not really gonna dig too deep in it, but I wanted you to know, you know what I'm saying, that, that the Rudolph, the principles of the Rudolph story 
really are real. You know what I'm saying? I know some of y'all judging me because I'm preaching off of a Christmas carol. But listen, judge away, judge away. And then when you get done with that, turn to Genesis chapter 37. I really want y'all to do this, by the way. Like y'all got to tag me and let me know that y'all really read this story. Starting at Genesis 37, go ahead and read through the rest of Genesis. And I believe that you can do it, people. Do it. Yeah. I'm going to be like your Bible uh, fitness coach. Come on. That's it. Yeah. Turn that page. Read it. Read it. Read it. Read it. Anyway, you're going to see that Joseph is 17 years old when this starts. Now, this is super important, right? And super valuable information for us as believers because we know that it's a process. So as you read through this story of Joseph, you're going to start seeing like, wow, from chapter to chapter, when you get to the end of the story, you've read about 20 plus years of his life. And I think that's important because sometimes when we're reading the word, we're just jumping from chapter to chapter and we're like, oh yeah, Joseph had a dream. And after the dream, this happened. And from Genesis 37 down to 42 by the time he's in 42 anyway five chapters in the bible might represent 20 years i don't know the point i'm making is that we read things like they're happening quick just because you know this chapter is after that one that chapter might be two years of information so you're going to see that joseph went through a process and what i like about joseph and I'm bouncing around within the story because you're going to read it, right? You're going to go home and, or you're going to, you don't even have to go home. Oh my goodness. Just pull out your phone on your work break. Read the story for yourself. This is important because you have to see this stuff. This is about inspiring you to take charge of your life and you read the word. You know what I'm saying? You can't just take my word for it. You got to read the word. Don't take the word of the dude that said he read the word. Go and get the word for yourself. Word up. Feel me? So the point is, there was a timeline with all this stuff. You'll see when you read it that Joseph actually remained consistent with who he was. He kept his integrity. He kept his character, even when things got rough. And that's really the point, even when things got rough. I know that sometimes we struggle with that. I've had my struggles with that throughout my life, where it's like you let your situation dictate your character. And that's not right. It's not right to do that. It's not right to change who you are because your situation or because of people around you change, right? And that's a lesson, a hard learned lesson sometimes as a Christian, but a very important one to remain consistent and not just, you know, be double-minded, right? Not just be a person that easily flows and blows with the winds and the waves wherever the popular trends are going. Oh, the world said be socially conscious. I'm socially conscious. Oh, the world said we can smoke now. I smoke now. Oh, what did they, what else did they say was okay? Oh, did, oh, okay. How many genders is it now? 16 genders. Okay. All right. It's 16. You get what I'm saying? There's always going to be trends and things happening in the world and in the environment around you. And what I'm learning is that if I'm busy trying to keep up with that stuff and with them and try to be relevant to them, then I'm never going to know who I am. And when you look in the word and you see this consistency, Joseph didn't say, oh, you know what? I got to change who I am to match. Because I got to be, look, the dream said I got to be in the front. That's why his brothers was mad at him. They was mad 
because his dream was making him look good to them. And it's interesting, again, where you see this Rudolph-like figure, you know what I mean, going from being underestimated, the young brother, um, nobody cared about him, and to have this dream that was given by God. It wasn't just a selfish dream. And you'll see in the story that the dream had a purpose. Question, what is the purpose of your dream? The goals that you're writing down, the things that you're striving to do, what is the purpose? You want 162 Grammys. Why? Because it makes you look great. As you read through the word, you'll see, look, God's plan, the real God's plan, God's purpose. Oh, it, it goes deeper than just making us look great. You know, it's not about you just being at the front of all the other reindeer, Rudolph, because that makes you look dope. It's like, no, there's purpose in you being in the front. Your light has to shine, Rudolph. You can't go to the front and then take the nose off to match everyone else because the thing I gave you as a Christian to be unique is the reason that I put you in the front. And how many times do we see Christians that get to a place and turn off their Christianity? It's like, whoa, wait a minute. I, you, I gave you the red nose so that your little light could shine. If you're going to turn the red light off, the nose off, the unique part about you off, then you made the whole journey irrelevant. And so the point with all of this, when you dig into the story of Joseph for yourself, you'll see that it wasn't just about him, his brothers bowing down to him. And so sometimes the people around you, they see your red nose and they like, oh, no, they hate you. They mad at you. Because they looking at the red nose is like, oh, he really think he's something. And so you got to make sure that that's not your flesh. That's like, yo, I got the red nose, bro. Y'all should be bowing down to me. It's like, no, at the end of the day, if God has called you to lead, if that's a big if, if God has called you to be on the forefront of any type, you have to know you can't. We get so caught up in wanting to be at the front because it makes us look fly. But we overlook the responsibility of being at the front. Anytime God calls people to something, there's a purpose. If you know that, if you could take that away from the day, I think you're going to be all right. Selfish ambition has no real purpose other than to make you look sweet. You want 27 Grammys? Why? Because you just want to look sweet so everybody can see you with 27 Grammys and you can walk down the red carpet. That's all about you. When God calls you to something, it's going to be a purpose and it's also going to be a responsibility. And so this is just part of living for Christ. And a lot of times we want to just have fun. We want it to be about us. We want it to be about our dreams and all of that. And I know that stuff sounds good. I'm going to be real with you. Like it does. It sounds good. And you watch a documentary or you read a story about someone in the world and how it went. And you can find yourself fantasizing like, man, I want to be the next blank, the next whoever, the next star. And here's the thing that I want y'all to take away from this today. And I'm telling you to go read it in the word. Don't just take my word for it. The more I read the word, the more I look at the situations and I'm like, yo, this was not just about him being at the front. This was about him shining his light. And that's what I want y'all to take from that story. And hopefully as we explore other stories along the way, that's the way we'll digest them and, and kind of think about them and, and, you know, reason with them is like looking at them from the lens of the way they were written and the story that, you know, that was intended for us to take, not just us 
making it mean what we want it to mean. That's a dangerous thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, what else we got to do today? You know what I'm going to do? Since I've been talking about knowing who you are and your identity and stuff like that, I don't usually do a J. Will music song of the day on uh, off the record. But guess what? Today, we about to at least give you a little clip of a J. Will music song of the day. And you know what song I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about a song from my last album, God Knows My Art, featuring Matthew Mitchell. It is produced by Brie K. Sound. Shout out to Brie K. And that's Southern California's own. And um, it's called Who Are You? J. Will Music featuring Matt Mitchell. Let's do it. Let's give him a little bit of that. Hey, don't you hate when you run into somebody you used to go to school with? You see them like in the mall or something. And the first thing is like, it's this awkward moment. Like, are we going to speak? And then you walk up to them. And you trying to figure out like, is this the same you? Or like, have you changed? And they trying to figure out the same thing. But for whatever reason, they assume that you the same old you. But really, you brand Some new. people think they cool with you just because they went to school with you. That's when they meet that new you. Like, who are you? And I'm like, who are you? Just standing there, we both like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. J-Will Music. If you miss me, then you missed me. Sober, never tipsy. Cause all I do is sip tea It's none of my business what you sipping But I'm sensing sensitivity Like I shouldn't say what I believe Even though I know what you believe Cause you wear it on your sleeve They want me to run and hide, never shine Even though I got this light in me If the street lights coming on, send you home That's just what it's gotta be As a Christian, I feel so minimized Like we could be cool if I did what you do But I don't cause I got my own standard And you don't respect it This world ain't no friend of mine cool with you just cause they went to school with you That's when they meet that new way you Like who are you? And I'm like who are you? Just standing there, we both like who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah Some people think they cool with you Just cause they went to school with you That's when they meet that new way you like, who are you? And I'm like, who are you? Just standing there, we both like, who are you? Hey. They saw a little old timid boy. They say he's just a cute church boy. Standing over there quiet. But now I'm knocking down giants. Stronger in the faith, but still not in your face. Hoping you see grace going at my pace. Still the same hype, but don't believe the hype. For Jesus, I would die. I'm one of those type. Look at me now. I'm a dad carrying around two kids. Ain't nothing changed. The gospel got me looking foolish. <laughs> I'll be a fool for him. As long as that's who I represent. Now you should be at ease. I acknowledge this room had an elephant. Uh, now you're thinking anomaly, yeah. this is real, nothing is stopping me nah. But for real, this how it gotta be, we create the social norm, never conform True. Who am I? Who are you? The next trend might be having you dressed in a tutu Man. Having you stuck with no waivers, yeah. man, I'd rather be a trailblazer I told you who I am, now who are you? I gave my life to Christ, now who are you? I'm not your average type, I'm a good friend All this dream talk got me feeling brand new And I want it so bad Some people think they cool with you Just cause they went to school with you That's when they meet that new of you Like who are you? And I'm like who are you? Just standing there, we both like who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah Some people think they cool with you Just cause they went to school with you That's when they meet that new of you 
Like, who are you? And I'm like, who are you? Just standing there, we both like, who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm arranging some things, trying to get arranged. I got dreams bigger than today. I believe God over money. I believe money ain't a thing. Whole different meaning when I say it. See, the thing is money doesn't change. Who you are, it only magnifies. Who are you? Mad cause I changed? Well, I'm mad that y'all stayed the same. Like watching water fall for the drain. Seen it done a thousand times before. Everybody falls for the fame. That's why I'm chasing purpose in my verses. Reading in my Bible every day. Y'all picture Jesus walking on water. I picture Jesus riding on the way. Who are you? Man. Some people think they cool with you just because they went to school with you. That's when they meet that newer you. Like, who are you? The question is so simple, people. Who are you? What's your identity? Where do you get your affirmation? Is it in Christ or is it in the world, man? As Christians, we are called to be new creatures. That's off the record. That's off the record. Guys, people, thank you so much for listening today. Please continue to share the show with your friends and family in real life and social media. Look, if you have an iPhone, you have an app called Podcast. Look at it. Search Inspire Guys People on that app. Click subscribe. And let me leave you one last piece of advice before I go. If you don't like this show, just act like you like it. Inspire Guys People, jwillmusic.com.